Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm here with Holly and Andrew. How are you two today? Great, how are you? Doing well. I'm doing all right. Uh, listeners, consider this your midweek checkpoint uh, for Valley Creek. We're here to talk a little bit about last Sunday, the Sunday coming up, and then we'll talk about a few other things as well. We're excited to be here with you uh, in your ear, uh, your car speaker, wherever you're listening to this, we're excited to be a part of it. Uh, but so let's just jump right in here. Let's talk about last week. Uh, let's kick this off on a uh, on a fun recap. Last week we had the ice cream social distancing drive through, which is a long title, but it was not supposed to be a drive through. What did you guys think? I was still off, but I did drive through and get some ice cream. I thought it was very cool. I thought it went very well. Appreciate Crystal organizing that for us. Um, we gave out very generous scoops of Doosters, so if you missed the event, you missed a lot of ice cream. Yeah, we had to implement the rain plan and turn that into a drive through but all in all, everybody got free ice cream, so I don't think there were too many complaints about about the altered schedule or altered plan there, and like you said, Crystal had that all laid out for us and ready to go. It was a great, great time. Everybody enjoyed their ice cream. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> you just said it so timidly. You were like, shout out to Crystal. I know. I miss Crystal this week. Nobody's been telling me to make good choices. Um, uh, is that what it was? <laughs> so this is going to sound like a tease. Oh, I'm not trying Andrew. to tease her. Hmm. Um, but I came up with an idea to make just make Crystal's week when she comes back. Anyone that watched the staff chat video or that knows Crystal personally knows she is very into Punxsutawney Phil, the groundhog that the groundhog for the groundhog's groundhog. day i said we should release a live groundhog in her office that did not that was not received well at staff meeting i think the problem is we were wondering how we would capture a live groundhog and I don't, who, yeah, I'm, who I'm was really going to do sure. that yeah mm. I'm not sure there was any opposition to that idea <laughs> it was just more it's terrible no it was a bad idea yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about uh, last week's sermon just a little bit, and as always, we don't want to do too much of a recap here, uh, because we encourage you as a listener, if you have some questions or you want some clarification, uh, to go back and listen. That is on the podcast stream as well as the video feed on our website, live stream, that sort of thing. Go check it out. Uh, But it was on Psalm 22, and the title was From Lament to Praise. Um, Andrew, you didn't preach last Sunday. I did not. Okay. Okay. Good. So we don't have any insider information here. But looking back at our listening guide, which again is available uh, every week toward the end of the week, uh, at least at the very least, listeners, we guarantee this, right before the service on Sunday. Uh, But we'll go through a discussion question here. Um, There was a small note here at the bottom of the page. It said, God inspired David to write this psalm in a way that pointed to something much greater than even David understood at the moment, for this psalm was pointing to Jesus Christ. And so there's a very powerful message um, I was listening back uh, when I got back this week. but So the question I'd like to address is number two. Do you find the truth <clears throat> that God does not change comforting and how? And then there's a prompt to read James 1, 17. Are you pulling that up? No. But or I, you were looking I at the listening guide. Okay, okay. I know James 1, 17. You oh, you know James 1, Every good and perfect gift, isn't that it? Comes down from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's perfect. But here's I'm my hesitation. I'm not even a pastor. Look at me. When I try to do stuff like I like, I know what that one says. I'm always wrong. Oh, I'm I might be wrong. wrong. I don't know. Andrew, am I wrong? You are right. Huh. Oh, 
Props hmm. to, shout out to Holly. Hmm. And I just answered right the here. phone. Yay. Hmm. Holly, you do so much more than answer the phone. Yeah. Mm, that was a good choice to. right there. See? <laughs> all right. So do you all, let, let's open question. Do you all find that, that that truth is comforting to you? That God does not change? That he doesn't change. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely as we have talked about before, I mean, the last few months, it seems like everything's changing and everything's kind of unsure. And so, yeah, to know that we have a God who's constant and unchanging, who keeps his word, who keeps his promises is very comforting. I don't have anything better than that to say that every time. I mean, Andrew Hiller. It's the pastors every time. They always drop the truth bombs. Um, yeah, I, I find it comforting. I mean, that's the church answer. Um, it, you know, this, this past sermon was all about lament and biblical lament and how that can transform to praise and how it should transform to praise. Um, the point number three on the listening guide, those who trust God will praise him. And so, yeah, the, mm-hmm. going to the comforting, it sometimes it, it doesn't, your immediate reaction to change in your life is not to feel comforted. And to understand the truth that God is unchanging, it's to think, well, like, why is God putting me through this? Uh, why did he change up my life? But, yeah, like Andrew said, the, the reality is that even if your life is changing, if the world is changing, it's not because God changed his mind and is all of a sudden somehow different. He is the the same as he's always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not the person to be giving uh, small sermons about that topic. So yeah, listeners, again, we encourage you to go back, take a look at those discussion questions, even if you felt like you got all of the points uh, perfectly clear from just watching the stream or attending in person. Uh, it'd be great to go through those with your family or your life group, or hey, if you want to, uh, give us a call here at the church, and uh, you know we can hook you up with someone who can talk through those with you. But that's all I got to say about that. Y'all have anything? All right. Nothing. All right, let's move right along here. Sorry. <laughs> Felt like I was on the... Here's what happens on these podcasts. Is I feel like I get onto something, and then I figure out that I'm not really saying anything. And so I just keep talking until <laughs> you guys start giving me looks. All right, let's talk about this week a little bit. Let's talk about the holiday. Mm. There's an American yeah. holiday coming up. I don't know if you guys knew this. We will uh, celebrate or at least acknowledge mm-hmm. Independence yes. Day is occurring on the 4th. Um, do you guys have any uh, family traditions or anything fun that you do for Fourth of July? Yeah, there's usually a cookout, and it's lots and lots of food to celebrate our freedom. And so, yeah, that's what we normally do. And so, I think that's going to be a little smaller this year, but still looking forward to that. Hmm. Awesome. Sorry, I was a little distracted. Um, yeah, obviously, with social distancing being in place, gatherings are going to be an issue. Um, usually with my family, uh, my side of the families and my, you know, the Alexanders have not really done a whole lot as far as, you know, celebration or fireworks or anything, but Taylor's side, the Cecils, um, they have always done a get together and, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Taylor, not to publicly, uh, <laughs> expose her birthday, but it's July 6th. So oh. typically they'll have the July 4th gathering and then also celebrate Taylor's birthday. So it's right. very cool. Happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. happy birthday. Happy, I'll use that as, that's my privilege as, as uh, quote, host for today to uh, wish my wife a happy birthday. But uh, sorry I was distracted. I don't know if you guys got the text message. Uh, there was an individual uh, close to the church family that they were worried that, that one of their relatives might have a COVID uh, positive test, and they did not. They were tested negative, so that's yes. great Very news. good news. Good news. Yes. 
So congrats to that that person. But we know that that's still out there. So just to even even hit that point home that it's still a very real possibility for people to be contracting COVID. You know, still keep those uh, keep those precautions going. Yep. Holly, do you have anything that you guys? I don't know. I said guys. Really, I said guys. Um, <laughs> that you all do for the Fourth of July. Not anymore. We used to do the family cookout mm-hmm. around the pool and that kind of thing, fireworks, but we don't really. I mean, Saturday will be a day that Keith and I do chores, and then we'll watch oh, fireworks that yeah. somebody else pays for from our porch. Absolutely. Be great. Those are the best fireworks. That you don't pay for. <laughs> yes. Right, the, yes. The ones that you didn't pay and for. And you don't have to try to light them yourself. Yes, well. scary you stuff. You know what? I'm, I'm very yeah. uh, skittish when it comes to fireworks. You know the ones where yeah. they used to like we used to go to Paducah, mm-hmm. and there would be uh, fireworks that they'd set off over the water on the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I was afraid of those, even though I'm like, oh, they got it, they figured it out. It's not going to like fall on me. I was, I did not uh, understand that as a child, and I'm also kind of scared of sparklers. So that's mm-hmm. a fun yeah. fact. Yeah, those about are me. a little, little sketchy. Yeah, I agree. More scared on the uh, fingers mm-hmm. burning more mm-hmm. so than the flashing lights. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's uh, your moment of Zach for this podcast. All right, so let's talk about the sermon coming up. Andrew, you are preaching this Sunday, correct? I am, Can yes. you give us a small snippet of what we can expect? Well, we're talking about a psalm this week that you might have heard before, Psalm 23. Hmm. Um, and so just looking at how the Lord is my shepherd and what that means in our lives and how he leads us and protects us and and guides us in everything that we do. And so just looking forward to that as a time to kind of remind us once again, really what we talked about a little bit earlier, that God doesn't change and that mm-hmm. he's there for us. And there's just great comfort in that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i excited to hear it. Can I ask you a question? As a pastor, when you're preparing a sermon, um, that is something that people have heard a lot. We talked about this on Easter. Mm-hmm. Um what is that process like for you? Do you try to find something new, or do you just really try to find the the, the boiled down truth in the, that passage? Yeah, Scott and I talked about this week as we've prepared as well. Kind of the same thing that we talked about back at Easter. That I mean, it was God's word still means the same thing, and so we're not trying to you know get too fancy with it or find anything new that's there because it's the same truth that we that we need. We just hopefully are going to be able to look at that maybe with some fresh eyes and uh, even just acknowledge that this is a passage that is so well known that sometimes we take it for granted. Yes. And sometimes we kind of skip over some of the truths that are there that are so powerful to us, not just um, we use it a lot, that passage a lot when things have gone you know terribly wrong in, or we're dealing with tragedies or with difficult challenges in our lives, but that it's an important passage for us to turn to when maybe even when it seems like we've got everything that we need and everything's going well too. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Something I always found interesting about that one is it's used sometimes almost like a nursery rhyme. You guys Mm -hmm. notice that? It's on a lot of like, Hmm. if you go to like gift shops and things, there's a lot of baby oriented gifts revolving around that. Anyway, that, that always uh, might've killed the moment there, but that always intrigued me about that. I was like, why is that a, uh, but yeah, so um, let's, Turn this to a little bit of a serious note here. Not that we're not a serious church podcast, but uh, if you haven't seen the announcement, we have a special announcement out today. It is on our uh, uh, vcbc.org homepage. It is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. It's everywhere. 
uh, if we, we encourage you to go watch that video, and we do explain it in there. It's very difficult for us to give this information in that capacity because it seems somehow lessened, cheapened by that format. But in this time of uh, COVID-19 pandemic still going on, that's the best way that we knew to reach you all with important information such as that. But if you have not heard, our student minister, Doug Bratcher, and our South Wilson campus pastor, Sean Caudell, uh, strange timing, but both of them have submitted a resignation to step aside from their current positions here at Valley Creek. Uh, we do want to just uh, say that we love both of those guys. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy has happened. They're not being forced out or any of that weird stuff. Uh, both of them have just decided that now is the right time for them to move on to something else. And so uh, we love them both. But there is a video on, again, all of those channels that explains it a little better directly from those guys, not in my weird words. So uh, we encourage you to go take a look at that. But that's a... Uh, yeah, absolutely. We love both Doug and Sean and are going to miss them, but are grateful for, for their service to the church. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're not the people to be giving you hard-hitting news here. Uh, hopefully that is uh, useful to you, though, if you did mm -hmm. not know. Again, we encourage you to go check that out. Um, also, on a lighter note, but also, uh, you know, more of a housekeeping announcement sort of thing, we are changing our seating arrangements slightly. Andrew, do you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So well, as I we... guess Holly, if she wanted to, but... No, Andrew can take that one. <laughs> okay. All right. So we uh, have just adjusted, since we're not assigning seats anymore as people come in, but we still have to keep that social distancing. And so kind of, kind of as a way to simplify that, what we've done is there will be a green dot on certain pews or at South Wilson on certain rows of chairs. And so those will be a signal that those are rows that are safe to sit in where you'll still be socially distanced from the people around you. And so that'll be kind of a, a small change, but hopefully one that'll make it a little quicker, easier for us to get everybody in and seated and and safely. a little little less restrictive where maybe people can have more of a say so where they want to sit. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. still gives yeah. some freedom, but yes. within certain still guidelines and safe. all the yeah. yeah. What Holly if you don't mind me asking, um have you been uh, this sounds so terrible. Typically I would like to clarify this. Um oh dear. you work very so hard nervous. here in the office throughout the week, but on Sunday you're typically off the clock, so to speak. You are on Sundays ideally just a normal church member that is attending service. You're not here to put in hours. Am I correct in, in that? Typically. So um, in yeah, this strange time typically. of everyone having to kind of jump in in areas that they might not expect, have you had any Sundays where you've you've been given the, the Sunday off? So I don't know how to ask that question properly. Um, I have clocked in most Sundays mm -hmm. uh, during COVID, but typically that's not the case. Now, if I'm not volunteering, like if I come just to attend, I don't clock in but fair yeah. uh let me let me backtrack a little bit that's just me stumbling through words here my question is not to interrogate you on your clocking in habits <laughs> it felt a I little was, yes <laughs> i was trying to get to a, a, a better point which was what has your experience been attending a service and having to be seated uh and registering and that thing because uh, you know as you know i'm leading worship at south wilson i don't ever get to actually like come in and have my, you know, where I'm like, I got to get my mask. Hey, where do I sit? Yeah. Crystal Andrew, help me out. Where am I supposed to be? Have you had any of that experience or has it been more hands-on since the... We we volunteered or worked during the time of assigned okay. seating. Okay. So I didn't really have that experience. Sorry. Like, I'm sure Zach. I could have asked that question more quickly than had I known that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. 
Um, but yes, the, the goal, right, is to make this a little smoother, make this a little more, uh, feel a little more like home mm-hmm. than it has with all of the almost sterile environment, the signs and the uh, assigned seats and things like that. But Yeah, we're yeah and forward. those have been things that we've needed to do just to make yes. sure that everybody's everybody's safe. And we think this is going to be a way to, to do that as well. And so we're just thankful for, like I say, Holly and Keith have been stepping in and volunteering every Sunday, like she said. And lots of other people, though, have stepped up oh, and yeah. volunteered mm-hmm. at both campuses. And so thank you for those who have who have done that and have helped us there get people in safely and out safely and all the things that we've needed to do there. Absolutely. Thanks to all involved. I want to reiterate, though, I was not trying to call Holly out on her work habits. <laughs> I'm just not really great at introducing questions. I wasn't sure where that line so, of questioning was going. <laughs> for so our nervous. final question of, of the podcast, uh, we were running a little low on time here, but I would like to extend just a little bit. What's something fun that you all have gotten to do, even with this whole social distancing in place? Anything um, fun are you, recently? Are you talking about my camper? I'm not trying to... Sp- this is not is one of those. I'm not trying going? to get to the camper, but if that's something oh, that's okay. been very fun for you, yeah. Well, we we bought a camper, and I'm on vacation next week, so we're taking the camper on its maiden voyage, Ooh. or how I don't know how you describe that. Yeah, do you refer to a camper as like a ship? I don't know. Like you, I mean, I don't like know a... anything about camping. I have camped two nights in my entire life, and that was in a tent. My husband grew up camping. We'll just well, he's convinced I can be a camper. We'll see. The dogs are going, though. All right. So. Yeah, bonus. dogs are. Typically, when Taylor wants to take some kind of trip, I don't want to bring the dogs, and she's the one that really wants to bring the dogs. You all should get a camper. We don't have, uh, we, uh, we have we don't not either. allocated funds for a camper, is how I'll phrase that. Oh, is that how you're supposed to do it? Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, anything fun for you? Uh, so, yeah, a couple weeks ago, got to go to, to the beach and spend a few days very social distanced from everybody, which was which was good and didn't have too many people around there in the place that we went. And so had a good time there and uh, was a restful time for the most part. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. This is not going to sound fun, but the thing that I'll say that I've gotten to do that was very fun, uh, I got to reorganize my home office and I huh. also got to clean up my band's practice space uh, last week. So that was and you've done landscaping. Necessary, yes. Landscaping like was not fun, cranking but out I a did lot get of to do that as well. But that's it. Uh, I almost said shoppers. I almost went into shoe carnival mode. Listeners, <laughs> church family, if you're out there, uh, we hope that you have had some opportunities to have some fun. And if you ha- haven't, hey, we can look back to what we talked about at the beginning. Uh, God is still good. He's still the same through all of this. And uh, we, we love you, and uh, we hope you're doing well, even if you're not necessarily having fun. I just thought, should we talk about the barbecue with the mission? We should, absolutely. I that, didn't even put it on the show notes. I, Forgive I just me. remembered that. Let's talk about and it. And mm. that went, that was this week. We did that a little different, of course, this year. And so what we uh, wound up having was, I think, 40 orders placed. Mm-hmm. And so that's, each one of those is $50 going to the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. At least. At Some least. people at get least, a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so thank you to everybody who was generously um, involved in that, uh, particularly my dad, Mike I was Hillard, say, who, let's give a shout out yeah, to your dad, who is doing the smoking of the, the Boston butts for that and has donated a lot mm-hmm. of time and effort and 
So we're thankful. Very generous. I don't even want to know how long. Well, I, I mean, I have a vague idea, but how long it takes to smoke that much meat. I can't even imagine the, the effort that goes into that. It's, no, it's pretty incredible. Know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, shout out to Mike. Thank you, Mike, for doing yes. that. And uh, everyone who's, I'm, I'm sure, helping him. Uh, I know Andrew got roped into helping a little bit as well. Yep. And uh, just the people who have donated, uh, whether they're doing it for the meat or for the cause, thank you for mm-hmm. that. Uh, but yes, sorry again for not tacking that on. I, it wasn't on my radar, but uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, we will uh, end it here. Thank you for listening to this extended version of the VC podcast. You can stay up to date by uh, subscribing wherever you're listening right now, if that's on YouTube or well, actually it's not on YouTube. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's been a but long, everywhere else. It's though. been a long way. Everywhere else except <laughs> YouTube. So, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that sort of thing. Uh, we'd love if you subscribe. You can also stay up to date on everything happening here at the church at vcbc.org or by following us on social media at Valley Creek BC. Anyway, that'll be all for us. I will pray for us, if you all don't mind, and we will end the podcast there. All right, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for uh, the fact that you are a good and unchanging God. Mm -hmm. God, we thank you for this opportunity to join together, the three of us here, and just uh, have some serious moments, but also have some uh, some blunders and some some goofy moments to laugh together. Uh, We thank you for that opportunity. Uh, God, I ask a special uh, a blessing over this this offering that we'll be sending to that Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Just let that be uh, money that just fuels uh, your hands and feet here. Let us uh, do more for you through that. And uh, God, we also thank you for the opportunity and the uh, the volunteers there who have uh, helped make that barbecue with a mission a uh, success, even in times where it had to be changed up. Uh, God, there's no we know there's so much uh, that we could talk to you about, so much that we could ask you for, but we'll leave it at this. We thank you for it all, the good, the bad. Uh, we know that uh, it's all from you. So it's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.